this. Hi, everyone. My name is Martha Hasso, and you're listening to my podcast, Dichos. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dichos. My name is Martha Hasso. Muchísimas gracias por estar aquí. Thank you, everyone, for joining me for the 15th episode of Dichos. No lo puedo creer. I cannot believe how time el tiempo se fue volando. O sea, I feel like I just started like a few weeks ago and it's been at least, I think, three months. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm really bad at keeping time and you can ask people around me. I'm actually always really bad at keeping time porque siempre llego tarde para todo. So I don't know if that's just a girl thing, a Latina thing, or it's just me. Or maybe all of it, right? Um, but anyways, <laughs> that being said, I wanted to kind of again thank y'all I can't say thank you enough and I know que siempre I'm pretty sure you get tired of me saying gracias but I really do want to thank you and I want to take this moment to also thank my guest um, on the last episode Paola Cardenas for sharing her story um, I got so much good feedback on that everybody seemed to enjoy it everybody gave me kudos and everyone who dm me and inbox me muchísimas gracias por giving me that feedback because it helps me it helps me understand what is it that you like to hear and whether i'm doing this digital podcast you know for uh just my entertainment or you know just uh or for you know helping others y ustedes me han ayudado uh you know to understand that you know what it it is helping someone and it is, you know, getting the word out there. I know um, a lot of people inbox me and thank me for even, you know, putting myself out there and sharing these stories and being vulnerable and talking about even the good and the bad, even like bad relationships, good relationships, you know, the ups and downs in life, you know, career wise, professional, like struggles, cosas así. And it made me happy to know that, you know what? There are people out there who can relate. And not only women. Antes que, you know, que juzguen. Um, not even judging, you know. Uh, men reached out to me and said, you know what? Thank you so much for putting yourself out there, you know. Because we learn from this. We learn from these stories. Uh, crecemos como, you know, a person as a man, you know, a gentleman. Um, and we learn what, you know, how to treat a woman and what not to do, what to do. You know, what these women you know, what women are thinking of this is, you know, and so it made me happy to kind of hear that, you know, porque se me olvida a veces que, que not, it's not only my perspective, but it's, you know, coming from like the other side, the perspective of a man and, um, se me olvida que my emotions and my thoughts will not only affect women, uh, or help them, but also affect men or help them. And so it's really kind of an awesome feeling to think about that, you know. So thank you so much again for everyone who reached out to me for, uh, in regards to the last episode. And thank you, Paola, for doing such a great job and sharing your story. It was her first time, you guys, and I know that she was a little nervous. Pero pues yo digo que, you know, she did a great job. And, um, you know, she told her story as genuinely and as authentically as possible and giving us the same message, you know, that I like to give everyone in each podcast to kind of just, you know, it's okay to struggle as long as, you know, you pick yourself up again. But, oh, excuse me. 
And so that being said, on this episode of Dichos, I wanted to share with you um, something Dicho that kind of came in handy with when I first started my career. Uh, when I first started my career, y, y apenas estaba terminando el colegio. Um, even when I was in college, actually, when I was like maybe sophomore year, junior year. No, I would say junior year. I started networking a lot. And I started kind of getting to know other people within my field. And even other people who were like not in my field, the point was that I needed to kind of conocer a gente, get myself out there, put myself out there, porque necesitaba practicar mis comunicaciones con los otros, you know, con otras personas profesionalmente. I needed to be able to hold a conversation with professionals. I needed to learn how to speak, you know, in large settings and small settings and in intimate settings and uh, community settings, you know, all kinds of just environments, right? And um, my my advisor at the time in college would encourage me to join a lot of groups. And so um, I was not that girl who joined a sorority, which is nothing wrong, right? But I joined like every other group that you could think of. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I was that girl. O sea, like if it was, if it existed, I was in it. And so, I was even in. I was like in the Hispanic Latino Association. I was in the Black Lat Black Latino. No, what is it? Black Latino. What was it called? Black Student Association. And I'm not even a color. I'm not even black. I'm not even a color person. But I was in it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they allowed me. I was like the only Latina to be in it, which is kind of weird, you know. It was crazy, but they accepted me, so I was like, okay. Y no sé ni por qué, you know. I don't even know how I ended up doing that. Um, but you know, I was like in radio. I was in TV. I was just everywhere. And that ambition and that drive is kind of like what opened the doors for me, you know, porque I started to network and getting to know other people, and. I developed a lot of relationships going like mentors and people who were already established within my career. Y like aunque no aunque no estuvieran en mi ramo, aunque no estuvieran comunicaciones, they did help me in a way because they would give me like advice and they would give me tips and stuff like that. I remember I would I networked a lot too with finance uh finance like advisors and finance, you know, people Y eso me ayudó también porque I learned a lot about business, you know, and how to speak in a community and how to kind of, um, you know, develop my communication skills. Y eso me ayudó bastante. Así que this week I wanted to share a podcast with you, or I'm sorry, a podcast. Da, he dicho with you que se trata de eso. Se trata de, de networking, de conocer a otra gente, de de tratar a personas que que have the same mentality as you, que tienen la misma mentalidad, que tienen el mismo los mismos deseos, you know, maybe the same uh, drive and ambition, um who have the same spirit, you know, of kind of moving forward and growing and succeeding um in anything that you do, right? In anything in life. 
these positive people that we need in our lives and we should have in our lives. Si no tienes estas personas, you need to put yourself out there and find these people porque estas personas are the key drivers um, and the key force to kind of drive you into the direction you want. And so, I mean, I, don't, I cannot emphasize this enough. They are key players into, into your success. No somos nada si no tenemos, digo, o sea, yo no, yo no estuviera aquí haciendo este podcast, por ejemplo, si no lo estuviera ustedes, you know, who, who are listening to me, right? Who are uh, listening to my stories. But just because of that, like, I wouldn't be where, I wouldn't even have started a podcast if it weren't for the people who kind of drove me to start this podcast. Um... I don't know where I'd be now, to be honest with you. I think I, you know, professionally speaking, I don't know where I would be. Porque I, I mentioned this with you, you know, I shared my first story as to, I mean, I shared my story as to I got, how I got my first job in television, in the communications field. It was all due to networking. Um, it was because I met someone else in the field. Yo conocí a esta persona. I put myself out there. I would literally, you know, offer my services a esta persona. Si necesitas ayuda, you know, I was that person. Y gracias a eso, gracias a mis esfuerzos, my efforts, um, this person thought of me, you know, whenever it was her time to leave the station. And uh, I got an interview and ultimately ended up landing the job you know while I was in college and it was a huge deal it was a big deal it is incredibly hard to get yourself um, or get your foot in to the television world um, so the fact that I did so in college not even graduated like I was my junior year was a huge accomplishment for me y eso fue gracias a my networking and so whenever I, I volunteer now in groups, um, I feel like it will pay off in the long run because it paid off for me already several times on several occasions. And so just listen to this dicho. Let me know what you think. Um, thinking about all of your networking, you know, uh, what is it, scenarios, right, that you've gone through. Think about your networking circle. You know, what kind of people are you surrounded by? Quien, uh, quien te ayuda, you know, quien te mejora, you know, like, is it people that are going to help you in life or lift you up or, you know, help you kind of move forward, propel forward? Or is it people that are just like, you know, not uh, helping, <laughs> not doing anything? I mean, you have to kind of think about it. And it sounds like really bad, you know, because it sounds like you're using these people. But um, in a sense, you are. Pero a la misma vez, like, we're all using each other. At the same time, we're all helping each other. I mean, it's the only way to grow. And so stick around. Stay uh, tuned for this dicho coming up right now. Okay, the dicho of the week is, Al que buen árbol se arrima, buena sombra le cobija. So let me say that slowly and hopefully I don't mess it up. Al que buen árbol se arrima, Buena sombra le cobija. And so what that translates to is um, he or she, <clears throat> the person who 
how do I say this? Oh, this is hard. This, I should like learn how to translate beforehand. Um, I always do this. I am so sorry, you guys, but I'm in the same boat, you know, when it comes to translating, I'm just like, oh, that doesn't sound right, you know, but um, it, what it translates to is like he or she who gets near a good tree, um, like a, like a healthy tree, right, um, will have the best shade. So basically saying, find yourself a leafy tree, a green leafy tree, and you'll be underneath the best shade. So it sounds really negative, but it's not. <laughs> it's actually very positive. Um, al que buen árbol se rima, buena sombra le cobija. So in order for you to have good shade, you have to, you know, find yourself a nice, good, you know, large tree. So that goes hand in hand with networking. This is where the networking comes into play. So in order for you to succeed, you have to be surrounded by nice, leafy, big pillars of trees. Um, people with firm foundations, people with long branches that can extend and help you, um, you know, whenever you need it, right? Whenever you feel the heat, um, these people can help you give you shade, right? In a sense. So, um, lo que yo les quería platicar is que I wanted to tell you about, obviously, uh, the position that I'm at now in life. Um, porque ultimamente I've been in a dilemma of my own. Y yo sé que mucha gente de ustedes han pasado por lo mismo porque es normal. It's normal for people to go through this. I think a lot of people my age um, are going through this now. And even people who are younger than me who I hang out with. I don't know why I hang out with younger people, but I do. Okay, don't judge me. Um, just people in general, sometimes, especially now, we somehow always strive for more and are not fully satisfied with our jobs and I know that there's a saying that says the grass is greener on the other side so a veces we're like okay we're gonna leave this job and look for another one right y luego nos topamos con la misma cosa so the struggles that we had in the last job is the same struggles that we have in this new job so where is that you know, say about everything, you know, is it us? Is it, you know, the job? Is it, I don't know, are we just doomed to like never be fully satisfied? Question mark? I don't know. What I do know is that in order for me, myself, to move forward and to find or try and find the answer, I need a network. Yo necesito conocer a gente I'm in a position and I might work right now currently where I do a lot of social media and I do a lot of, you know, digital and um, public relations. And so it's just me though. It's just like, I don't have a department. I don't have a team. It's just like a one man band. And that is maybe like the downfall of working for a nonprofit. 
is that I have to wear multiple hats, but I also have to wear multiple hats and just be alone doing that. And so it's hard for me to kind of stay afloat with the new trends, you know. Um, it's hard for me to kind of put into practice a lot of the new stuff, social media-wise, right? Um, or even talk about it, like be creative. And so we're, I noticed a difference is que mi último, la, el primer trabajo que tuve when I was working in television for a news station, me acuerdo que cada semana we used to have, actually every day we used to have like brainstorming sessions. Porque todos los días todo cambiaba, nada era igual. And so being around like like-minded people like that and having these brainstorming sessions me ayudó bastante. Pero ahora que estoy en este trabajo, like I don't have, you know, the flexibility to do that. Like we're all you know, on deadlines, we're like on a tight schedule, porque solamente a veces somos una persona que está haciendo como 20 cosas, you know, and so um, we don't have the flexibility to kind of brainstorm like that, and so I found myself a little bit of a, um, like, emotional roller coaster, like also mentally speaking, emotionally speaking and mentally speaking just kind of fluctuating like with the highs and lows like a veces iba al trabajo and it was just like meh yeah a veces voy al trabajo and I'm just like oh I love what I do you know pero pues that changed um just recently I got my second wind if you want to call it or my third wind fourth wind I don't even know what wind it was pero they ended up sending me to um a social media summit not even a summit, but it's like a project that they're working on um, that a Washington's public television station put together a digital media project and invited five other stations to join. And so I, fui escogida and got to go. Y no les puedo contar lo... I can't even explain how ecstatic I was about it, you know? No les puedo contar todo lo que sentí porque creo que no hay palabras para, you know, to put into words. Um, me dio mucha energía y mucho hope, you know, porque I finally got to network and meet other people. And it kind of put things into perspective again, you know, like, oh my goodness, I used to do this all the time. I used to network all the freaking time. ¿Qué me pasó? ¿Qué me sucedió? Like, is it just like the everyday life that you kind of get stuck in a rut? Um, but, you know, meeting these other people, it kind of put things into perspective and like, oh my goodness, like, I am a one-man band, you know, but it's okay, you know, I can do it, I can, like, you know, think of different ways, and, um, and I don't need to have a digital team, and I don't need to have three other people working with me, because all I have to do is just network, 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 and get to know other people, y eso es lo que le quería contar, you know, this dicho, like I said, helped me a lot when I first started in my career, um, you know, my mom used to tell me this dicho, al que buen árbol se arrima, when, when a sombra la cobija, right? Um, 
I never really understood what she meant by that because I was just barely starting into my career, you know, so I didn't see any benefits of having or get or knowing the right person until I got hired for my first job in a television station. And it was all because I knew the right person. But had I not networked, had I not done that, I don't know what would have happened, right? Um, and so that's where I was at now. It kind of came full circle for me, you know, just this whole Washington trip. Uh, I know uh, they sent us to Washington, D.C. to go do social media for uh, Gershwin Price concert. If you're not familiar with the Gershwin Price, Google it. <laughs> Porque it's a PBS concert put on by the Library of Congress. And so PBS is the production house and the Library of Congress is the one who presents the Gershwin Prize to an artist. Um, and so it's the highest, it's one of the highest, no, it's the highest honor that the Library of Congress can give out to an artist. And so it's a very big deal for anybody who gets it. And so the concert that we went to go, you know, uh, promote um, and do social media for was uh, the Gloria Stefan and Emilia Stefan were getting presented with the Gershwin Prize from the Library of Congress. And so we had the opportunity to start uh, go, you know, behind the scenes, go to the dress rehearsals, you know, get to know, uh, get to see, you know, up close and personal, look uh, at, you know, all of the production that goes on behind it. And so um, it was a huge deal, you know, because it was only a handful of us. It wasn't, uh, not everybody got the same opportunity, you know, like we were we were handpicked to go. Así que, it wasn't like, you know, oh, you know, so-and-so couldn't go, so I guess we'll go with you, you know? It was like we were handpicked, we were hand-selected, and so that was a huge deal, even better, you know? Y como les estaba diciendo, me being over there and just networking with other people, getting to know other people who are in the same position as I am, que tienen la mismo, the mismo, los mismos struggles, you know, everyday life, um especially like at work helped me realize that you know what I don't need a huge team to have the drive or to have the ambition or to get creative you know um it's all really all dependent on me and my attitude and so I wanted to share this detail only because like I want to just emphasize the importance of how much networking can help you succeed if you don't have the right people around you if you don't have the people there to support you, to lift you up, it's going to be incredibly hard for you to kind of put yourself in a position where you're confident. Um, creo que la confianza no solamente viene de ti, but it also feeds, you know, on other people, like from other people. Creo que necesitas esas personas que te puedan decir, ¿sabes qué, Marta? Si puedes. No, no importa cuántas veces te caes, doesn't matter how many times, Tú sí puedes porque I believe in you. And so I thought about, um, you know, what story I wanted to share because that was not the story. That was just kind of like, you know, the little, uh, you know, like uh, where I'm at now, my thoughts, right? But the story that I wanted to share with you is the time that uh, I got kicked out of community college, and yeah, you, you heard that correctly. I got kicked out of community college. O sea, yo, Marta, 
got kicked out of a community college that everybody gets accepted into. I mean, if that's not embarrassing, then I don't know what is. If that's not a low, I don't know what is. Also, like, how did I end up there? <laughs> how did I get there? And it was crazy because when I got kicked out, they told me that I was not going to be able to go back for another five years. And you can imagine how surprised I was to hear that. One, how devastated I was to hear that, right? Two, and three, like, how uncertain my future seemed <laughs> to me at the time. Um, so let me just go into the story to help you realize how much networking has helped me. So let me tell you how I even got kicked out of college to begin with. So I think I've like mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, one of my biggest struggles in life is obviously um, losing a lot of people that I've loved. And I mean, like they passed on and, you know, se, se fueron de este mundo. Entonces uno de ellos fue mi hermano, my oldest brother. Um, he was uh, shot um, and didn't survive. Y eso me, it devastated me, you know, porque we enrolled in college together. Así que comenzamos a la misma vez. He was older than me. He's 10 years older than me. So I was, you know, going into college as, you know, a, what, 22, 23-year-old. Um, and he was already, like, in his 30s, you know. I think I was 22, 21 and 22. But anyways, we enrolled in class together. We enrolled in college e for the first year, you know, we would take the same classes. We had the same remedial classes, the same schedule, toda la cosa, um, you know, because we, all, we obviously had to start with our basics, right? And so we would take the same classes and kind of go and drive to school together y siempre andamos juntos y toda la cosa. And so when he passed away, se imaginan, you know, uh, this was my second year in college y my world came tumbling down. It became just you know chaos like chaotic for me I didn't know how to live again I didn't know how to you know uh find joy in everyday things no sabia ni I don't even recall like literally like waking up and driving myself to school I knew that I had to do it but I remember like sometimes being in in clase, clase, and because my brother, like, I remember when my brother used to sit, you know, and things like that, you know, and those were, like, the everyday struggles for me, like, it was incredibly hard for me to face that, you know, um, on the daily, but I knew that I had to be strong, porque no solamente para mí, pero para mi mamá, you know, uh, mi mamá, she took, took it incredibly hard, y pues, I couldn't be the weak one, you know, I couldn't, I needed to be strong for her, And so I would go on with my everyday task uh, and responsibilities and complete them, or at least I thought I was, you know. Um, but it turns out that, you know, school was definitely something that I thought I was doing right and I was not. So after the third year, that was my second year when my brother had already passed away. And I went through a whole year of me going to school and not completing one class, like not one single class, I would like either fail it or um, withdraw or have an incomplete because it would just never like show up, you know, 
and turn in anything. Um, and so for a whole year, my curriculum, my, uh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, my curriculum, what is it? No, not curriculum, right? Your transcript, right? Transcript. Um, it showed a lot like of W, I's and F's, you know? And so <laughs> it was a WTF moment, let me tell you. <laughs> So I didn't realize that though, but like a year later, you know, when I was finally getting out of my depression, o sea, it came back to haunt me porque that's when they told me like, oh, you know what, you went to college for a whole year, you know, you didn't complete anything. So we're kicking you out. Y yo decía, ¿cómo qué? ¿Cómo? What do you mean you're kicking me out? Like everybody gets accepted into college. You can't be kicking me out. Like that's embarrassing. No one gets kicked out of community college. Come on, you know? And so I remember like thinking like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to get out of this? You know, my dad used to always say, todo tiene solución menos la muerte. And so of course, you know, I channeled in my dad's dicho. And so um, I went to go talk to my counselor and luckily I got a really great counselor. She was just so nice to me, so helpful. And she told me I told her my story you know she's like why was this happening I told her well you know I just gone through a lot I don't know how to deal with it um and so I don't know what else to do like I I know that I want to complete school because it's not only a dream of mine but it's always been a dream of mi papa y mis hermanos you know my family they've always wanted me to finish school because I would be the first in, you know, my family to get a college education. And so it was a pretty big deal, you know. Um, it was something that I wanted to do to make them proud. Entonces, cuando le, le conté mi historia, you know, I think maybe she kind of felt a little, like, tugging at her heartstrings or something, you know, um, a little bit of sympathy for me or maybe empathy, I don't know. Um, and so she decided to help me. And she's like, sabes que, like, you have something in you, you have a light in you, You're, you have something special in you, and I know that this is not the end for you, so I'm going to help you, uh, I'm going to get you back into college, and I will let, tell you what you have to do, but you have to promise me that you're going to do it, entonces pues le hice la promesa, and I was like, yes, I will do anything to get back into college, please just let me get back into college, because I don't want to sit out another five years and not do anything, you know? Because if you think about it, five years is a lot, you know, it's a long time. Five years is a whole, like, degree right there. And so either, like, I was going to walk away and have five years of my life not doing anything and probably not even have gone back to college, right, after five years. Um, because I probably would have just found another a job or something, like, in whatever I was, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I would not have gone back to school so easily. But she... Um, she helped me and she goes, oh, we have to petition for you to get back into college. And I was like, okay, pues, ¿qué tengo que hacer? And so she had me write letters. I had to write letters to all of the deans um, that she mentioned. I think it was five deans. And um, I had to meet with them. So I had to, they, they all agreed to meet with me after they received my letters explaining as to why. I dropped out or whatever. And I say dropped out because, like, let's be honest, like, I didn't complete anything. Um, <clears throat> but as to why I deserved another chance. 
And so they agreed to meet with me and one day I met with them and I had to plead my case. I stood before all five deans in this room and I pleaded my case and told them my story and told them I just want one more chance. And so they agreed. They gave me one more chance. They gave me one more chance, one more semester to prove myself that college is the place for me. Because I remember them telling me, I don't think college is the place for you. And that's harsh. That's harsh for someone to hear that. Porque cuando tú tienes esa mentalidad de, de, you know what, college is right for me. I want a college degree. Y te dicen, college is not the place for you. That's like, you know, I, you know, like a blow to the heart. Like, oh my goodness. Like, why would you say that, right? So the fact that they told me that, I was like, no, like, I stand equivocados. College is the place for me. I just... I just need to figure myself out real quick, you know? It's like the be right back moment. Just let me go figure stuff out and I'll be right back. And so that's basically what I did. They gave me one, one last chance, one, uh, one more semester to finish. And so <clears throat> for that semester, my advisor <laughs> encouraged me to join different um, groups and so organizations on campus. And if you knew me at the time, I didn't really like to talk to people, porque, o sea, estaba, you know, and I was also going through a depression, you know, I didn't want to talk to people, the last thing I wanted to do was talk to people, the last thing I wanted to do was hang out with people, y luego convivir con otra gente, you know, I already had my own struggles, and my inner, you know, emotions that I was kind of dealing with, like, why would I want to add anything else to that, you know, any more elements to the whole, like, you know, pot, right? And so, um, but, you know, I had kind of one goal in mind, you know, to complete the semester. Y siempre me decía, we'll take it one day at a time. I'm just asking of you just un día a la vez, one day at a time. And, that's what I did. So it took one day at a time. I ended up joining an arts group. I ended up joining a theater group. And I ended up joining a science group. And so being, you know, uh, me at the beginning, you know, I didn't want to do any of it. But it helped me out so much. With the arts group, I remember we used to have uh, teníamos like breakfast fundraising events and so we would sell I think French toast or something like that because we wanted to fund a trip to Monterrey because we wanted to go see a few of the museums over there y yo I was not an art major like yo apreciaba el arte you know I've always appreciated art but I was not an art major and I think I was the only not non-art major there you know and so um, it was different for me to be around these people who were not in the same field as I was, but were very like connected, you know, with and passionate about everything they did. And so I think a little bit of that started rubbing off of me, you know. I became very passionate about art. Yo like take the already like appreciation that I had to a completely different level for the appreciate you know for art we ended up going to Monterrey and that was the life-changing trip for me we ended up going to go visit 
numerous museums. It was the first international trip that I had ever taken with a group of students. Um, it kind of opened up the possibility in my eyes to like the possibilities of uh, what I can do, you know, and how far I can go and how big the world is, you know, and just kind of opened my eyes to like other cultures and other, you know, environments and other, um, <clears throat> you know, passions and and other people, right? And so when I came back, I was just really excited. That was, uh, that got me through like half the semester, I think. I think, uh, that was within the first semester, yeah. The second half of the semester, I ended up joining a theater group and a science group. <clears throat> and so the theater group ended up being like really, really different. Like, I mean, I'm putting myself out there. Si por si no le me gusta hablar con la gente, imagínate. They asked me to like pretend that I was coming out of my mother's womb. That was like the first class. And I still remember that class. They're like, pretend that you are just being born coming out of your mother's womb. And I was like, como que? ¿Qué quieres que haga? No. Like, in front of everyone? No. No gracias, you know? Um, but, pues, ahí estaba. You know, I had to do it because I was like, Marta, you have to do it. You know, you cannot, like, you know, let down your counselor, let down everyone who's already believing in you, you know? And so there I am, you know, pretending to be coming out of my mother's womb. You know, it's just like so embarrassed. Oh my goodness. I was so embarrassed. But up with Lil Yise, you know, and that theater class was just incredibly like amazing at the end, you know. I went in there like not wanting to do anything, but I learned so much and I was so happy and so uh just kind of passionate about it you know I ended up taking theater like one theater two theater like all of the theater classes I took them like I could have been a theater major and I wanted to be a theater major until my counselor talked me out of it but oh that's a whole other story um so yeah I mean just for you to you know understand that Sabesgate like the networking that I did in the theater group was awesome and that is how I met the person who got me my first job at the television station through the theater group. So the person I met, her name was Jackie. Her name is Jackie, Tiama Jackie, and she was an actress. And so I met her through theater at San Antonio College. E we ended up having the theater class together. We ended up, you know, becoming friends, kind of, you know, a little bit. We were like kind of more acquaintances at the time, but we wouldn't hang out too much. We would, and then we started having each other for classes again. But before I get there, let me finish the story. Um, so anyways, I got through my first semester, right? And um, they, obviously, they were excited and happy about it. My, you know, I owe it all to my counselor who kind of believed in me and who got me through the whole year, basically. After the first semester was over, she's like, you can do this one day at a time. And she'd always tell me and she would uh, help me, like, devise a plan like a two-year plan a three-year plan a five-year plan uh like that but it would be like a weekly plan and so she's like at the end of the week what is it that you want to accomplish like like she didn't have to do that you know she really did not have to go above and beyond like that she would dedicate so much time to me <clears throat> just to get me out of that and so i am deeply appreciative of all of the work that she did with me because it all paid off in the end I ended up, you know, graduating from uh, 
San Antonio College with an associate's degree and ended up transferring to Incarnate Word, which obviously was my dream school. And so, um, that being said, like, this is why the importance of networking is incredibly, you know, a huge key role in, um, in how you want to succeed in life, right? And so, like I said, I met Jackie in my theater class. I ended up having her for another class uh, at SAC. I think it was like creative writing or something like that. And we ended up being paired up into teams. Y entonces yo y Jackie nos tocó, you know, trabajar with one another. And we were already familiar with each other, you know, because we were obviously in the theater group. And that's where we had met. And we had already kept in touch. Um, so the creative class just kind of, you know... Uh, solidified that right even more entonces after the creative class like we kept really kept even in more touch and we started hanging out with each other and so I learned that she worked at Ken's Five y pues obviamente you know me llamó la atención porque at that time I had already chosen my major as a communications major I wanted I was determined to be a, a journalism major and so I was just super excited that I even knew anyone one who would even an actress ¿verdad? porque I remember in class she would be like oh watch me on the discovery channel tonight and I'm just like oh oh my god I know this person you know <laughs> and so second you know that I knew someone who even worked for television y si la conocen she's just so beautiful Jackie it's like one of the most beautiful girls that I've ever seen um and the fact that you know this pretty girl in television and who worked for a news station and um, would do weather for the news station sometimes or traffic, not, not weather, traffic. Um, and also, like, I could see her, like, on TV was, like, my friend. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, how is, how is this possible, right? But pues, that is the power of networking. And so when Jackie decided to, you know, she outgrew this market, this acting market in Texas, and she decided to move to L.A., she obviously thought of me because I would constantly talk about how, si necesitan ayuda, let me know. If you need anything at Ken's Five, I am willing to volunteer, you know, whatever it is. And so when it was time for her to leave, she's like, hey, you know, um, do you, I can get you an interview. Would you be interested in a position like this? And sure enough, you know, that's how I got my first job. I landed the interview, I landed the job, and it was all thanks to Jackie opening the door. It was all thanks to me being where I was supposed to be. I mean, que les puedo decir, you know, maybe um, it was like a devastating moment for me to kind of go through, verdad? Um, all of that, like, uh, hardship you know and all of the struggles me getting kicked out of community college me being embarrassed by all that uh, me like not knowing where I wanted to do where I wanted to go but me also have have to meet the right people at the right time and so me having to take a theater class you know is definitely one of them Having to be in an art class, you know, is definitely another one. Um, because of that art class, you know, I remember that I met a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of artists who later on in life, like later on uh, throughout my years. Um, <laughs> excuse me, if you hear my dog, she's like, her and the cat are going at it right now. Um, I met a lot of artists who later on, I I ended up like taking classes with them, and I ended up 
being some of their pupils, you know? And isn't that crazy how, like, life comes full circle like that? Pero como, como les digo, you know, networking is incredibly important for you to, like, do. Uh, had I not met Jackie, had I not met, you know, one of the classes that I took just to mention was a meditative healing class. And it was, um, uh, what is it? A mandala class. And it was so helpful and so beneficial just to my health, you know, to my mental being, to my spirituality, you know. Um, it helped me out so much and I am forever grateful for that class. Um, because of that class, uh, I ended up being chosen to participate in a group later on um, <clears throat> that uh, worked with the city and uh, my mandala was on display uh, on the river walk for one of the what is it um luminaria um pieces so that was pretty awesome but anyways like i said you know networking is incredibly important y como mi mamá siempre me ha dicho you know si tienes los buenos árboles you know al que buen árbol se arrima buen buena sombra le cobija I completely get it. You know, you have to surround yourself with these people who are kind of help you along the way, who will help lift you up, who will help you propel forward and bring out the best in you. And sometimes even help you see what you don't see in yourself. Because we have those moments of like self-doubt all the time. I have those moments of self-doubt siempre. Uh, no siempre, pero pues de vez en cuando, ¿verdad? Y como ahorita, como les estaba diciendo, you know, últimamente I did have that moment of self-doubt en mi trabajo hasta que me mandaron en Washington y, y me di cuenta de que, ¿sabes qué? You know what? It's just a moment. It can pass, you know. Yo puedo regresar with fresh eyes, fresh mind, fresh heart y ponerme a trabajar, you know, get creative. I don't need, you know, I was focusing too much on what I lacked and not what I had. And so uh, I think it kind of helped me change my perspective on that. And I also made a lot of new friends, <laughs> a lot of new people who I can network with and I've been networking with. We've been keeping in touch ever since. Um, I got along with some of these these wonderful ladies, uh, girls from Miami's public television station. obviamente I gravitated towards them because they were Latinas. They were bilingual, nos llevamos super bien, you know, it's just like, oh my God, like, I love you guys. And so even uh, the Washington people, the WIDA people were so incredibly nice. Um, you know, I got along with them so well that uh, we've been keeping in touch, you know, and we're already thinking about the next project that we're all going to work on. Así que, I hope that the story came in handy and kind of helped you, you know, to realize the importance and significance of networking and how important it is to have people in your life that will help you uh, to, you know, help you get to where you want to be. Um, look for those people, you know, look for the people, meet those people, put yourself out there, network with these people, build relationships with them. Um, it's because finding like mentors, finding clients, Excuse me. <clears throat> These allergies have been killing me lately with Texas. Oh my goodness. Things are crazy. But, pues, you know, it's finding these relationships that are so important. 
so I'm just going to leave you with this. I found a, like, an article on topresume.com. I read all the time, like just random things. <coughs> Excuse me. But <clears throat> topresume.com, it said, uh, <clears throat> I was reading an article on the importance of networking. And this is what they have to say. It says, why networking is important to your success. So experts agree that the most connected people are often the most successful when you invest in your relationships, professional and personal, it can pay you back in dividends throughout the course of your career. Networking will help you develop and improve your skill set, stay on top of the latest trends in your industry, keep a pulse on the job market, very true, meet prospective mentors, definitely true, partners and clients, and gain access to the necessary resources that will foster your career development. Así que, if you're stuck in a rut like I was, maybe you just need to meet new people. You need to meet people that are in the same situation that you are, in the same mentality, in the same field, and get to know them. Collaborate, get creative, brainstorm. That's all you need sometimes, you know. We just need these positive people around us. Esta gente que nos puede decir, ¿sabes qué? Together we can. Together we will figure it out. <clears throat> and um, that is definitely a huge key to success. Así que I hope you like this story. I hope you like this dicho. I hope you enjoyed my getting kicked out of community college story. And um, if you have any feedback, any comments, be sure to let me know. You know where you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And... Uh, yeah keep listening thank you so much guys this is officially episode 15 and if you've been following me on social media i did mention that i will close out each season with 15 episodes so this will be officially the last episode of season one until season two starts which will probably be next week or the week after we'll see <laughs> but i hope you enjoyed season one of the shows there are plenty more of the shows to come Believe me, I am not even close to done. Hopefully I can get more, you know, <clears throat> guests. If you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, let me know. If you have something to say about a dicho or you have a favorite dicho, let me know. Until next time, guys, I am going to go because these allergies are killing me and I just want to, like, <clears throat> go drink some hot tea or something. Um, yeah. Anyways. Bye, guys. Love you. Don't forget that you can follow me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Dichos Podcast. You cannot miss me, guys. El logo tiene un huevo amarillo. It, at least that's what it looks like. So you can go ahead and share with your friends, like my posts, slide into my DMs porque me encanta oír las historias de ustedes. And if you have anything to share with me, let me know. Leave some feedback and comments. If you have a dicho in particular that you would like for me to, you know, contar una historia, uh, let me know that as well. Así que go share, go share. Dichos Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. 